Hello friends, welcome back to the Village Conversations podcast. I am your host Rafilwe Ramatlodindlovu. The Village Conversations is all about inspiration, empowerment and encouragement. And we do this through having conversations. In this episode, I am joined by Intokazi from a bev and party girl to rededicating her life to God, Intokazi shares her story and her journey with Christ. She speaks openly about her grieving journey, the importance of therapy, and just being Intokazi, a girl after God's heart. Join the conversation and be a part of the Village Conversations podcast family. Subscribe, review, and share the podcast with your friends and your network. But first, listen in on the conversation. And just a bit of a disclaimer here. We did struggle a bit with technology, so please bear with us due to the tech glitches that we have in the clip. Enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me on this round of the conversation. I'm looking forward to knowing you and getting to know you even some more, more than what I see on the gram. Um, like I said earlier, I was I, I get very inspired by people, even though I don't know their stories, but just through what you've been sharing on the gram and you know how consistent you are and how you just like this is my journey and this is what I'm going to be sharing. And for the fact that you mm. also, um, like in your bio, you have that um, Christian, I think Christian blogger or Christian content creator. Yeah. It's so specific. It's yeah. so specific because you know how it is in this um, times that we're living in. If you're like a God child, yeah. like some people are still like, oh, don't want to do, you know, like another rest. <laughs> you don't want to make noise about it. But you were very specific. You're not just a digital content creator, but you are a content, you're a Christian content yeah. creator. Very specific. I love that. So, yes. yeah, let's get right into it. Who is Intokazi? Please introduce yourself. All right. So I'm going to start by introducing myself and my baby called I am Intokazi. Um, and once more, thank you so much for the opportunity. And I don't take invites lightly because I always believe that there's something that God wants me to say. It could be for one person. It could be for 10 people. Um, but I believe that there's a purpose everything. So my name is Noklolo um, Valentine Gomane. As I've said, yes, I was born on the 14th of February. Um, I'm from Pumalanga, but I currently stay in Pretoria because of work. And I studied social work with the University of Pretoria, uh, but currently I am working as a project assistant at Bula Africa. Um, our main focus in our project is uh, sex workers. So we train them in financial literacy and savings clubs and work readiness, entrepreneurship, all, all those things. And um, personally, I am a Christian. As you have said, I believe in God and I'm not perfect. <laughs> far from it uh, I'm also a business person so I'm all that that's me and all I'm a daddy's girl I must put it 
Yeah, I'm a Davis girl. I'm the favorite child, so. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Thank you for that introduction. And um, the work yeah. that you do at Beulah, it sounds, um, sounds, yeah, I'm quite interested in that. Biblical. Yay. Sound biblical. <laughs> no, so not biblical. Organization. Not biblical, but, um, yeah, I don't want to say biblical, but impactful. Um. Yeah. Meaningful. No, but it is a Christian. Yeah, it is a Christian name. Um, Beulah Africa. I think it's in Isaiah something. It's in Isaiah that mm-hmm. I know because when they called me for an interview, I had to get my story straight. Yes. So it's a name that is. <laughs> in the Bible, just speaking about a place that is barren, and then it's going to start to um give birth to something. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It is a Christian organization, but we don't just focus on Christian uh, yeah. content or anything. We just always remind people that we are God's children. Um, above everything that we're doing, we believe in God. So Lovely. yeah. That's why I said, I feel like it's so impactful. Something that I should try to get involved in if you guys are looking for volunteers or whatever. <laughs> all right, all right. No, we have a number of projects, so yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that's great. And maybe towards the end of the, the conversation, you can give us more information about it and how maybe people can also get involved um, in it. <laughs> I wish I knew for us it's just a, it's just a job literally it's we go to work mm. um, the founder and the CEO they she is a Christian so that's mm-hmm. just it and we focus on um creating sustainable change in people's lives we don't just want to come and give you a parcel of groceries which is not wrong but how about we teach you how to buy groceries yourself that even if we're not here 10 years later you can still feed yourself so yeah mm, mm, no that's good uh, so then it's your homework you must go ask your ceo how else people can get involved <laughs> all right i'll ask my supervisor we are in a bigger spot now um okay. so be like can how can people get involved okay. without working for people no definitely yeah. that's why i'm saying maybe on a volunteer basis or, you know, uh-huh. contributions or whatever. Anyway, Intokazi, right. lovely knowing you, um, and just um, with your mini introduction. So what is your <laughs> God story? <laughs> What's your journey been like with oh, God? Yeah. yeah. It's been perfect, girl. It's been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Because usually people, when you want to tell you a story, they'll think, oh, Noxie has a perfect story. But mm-hmm. sadly, I do not. Um, so I'm going to start it from the beginning. going to try to summarize it because it's it's very long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was staying with my grandfather. Um, my grandfather was a pastor, so church was not an option for us. So we'll go to church every Sunday. And um, so I was... I was raised as a Christian girl, I wouldn't lie to you. And then at some stage in my life, I needed to move and go and stay with my mother. And um, when I stayed with my mother, my mother was like, you want to go to church? Go. You don't want to go to church? 
don't go. As long as you love people, you respect people for me, that is fine. But I'm not going to force you into church. You know, if you don't want to go, don't go. So I think for me in that stage, it was just like, um, I think I had a relationship with the church more than I had a relationship with God because really I stopped going to church. Um, I'll go once in a while, you know. And yeah. after that, I moved again. I went to stay with my aunt's child, who is my sister uh, in the Black community, but for yeah. other communities, it's your cousin. <laughs> so yeah. I went to stay with my sister. <laughs> Yeah, I went to stay with my sister and oh my God, when I stayed with my sister, church became a thing of every day. So it's not like she's forcing you, but you see this person going to church and you're thinking, ah, I think I must also go to church. So I will go to church every day. That is two years of my life. Then I moved, I came to Pretoria. Now city girl, like, ah, do I really need church? <laughs> and I really need to go to church, you know? I can pray in my room. At the end of the day, God the heart. And um, so I slept in my relationship with God. And then um, that's when I realized that maybe I was never born again, you know? I was just a church goer, you know? Because I started partying more. I started doing city girl things a little more and um i remember one time in december i went home it was the 31st my parent had accepted because when i oh she likes she likes she just likes having fun you know yeah. and um one night my cousin called me and said, can we go to church? It was the 31st. Miguel is the 31st. You're not going to church on the 31st. Uh, we're getting sloshed on the 31st. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, oh, Miguel, not me. I mean, I just want to. Uh, just was to find. 12 don't worry about it and stuff and stuff and I was like ah, because she's been calling let me go and then oh yeah I went to church I remember they sang a song by Benjamin Dube that says bow down and worship him and then I was just bored I was like oh my god I need to go home my babes they're waiting for me and I'm just here like I need to leave <laughs> I need to leave. <laughs> and then I just sat down because I was, I was, I was bored. I was like, let me go. And then um, something just came over me. I don't want to say it's a, I felt, but I knew that I needed to pray mm -hmm. at that time. So when I was singing and stuff, I'm just praying. And I found myself saying, God, I want to do it again with you. I'm rededicating my life um, back to you. Um, so yeah, that's when I rededicated my life back to God. And that's when I can actually say that's my God story. That's when my God story began. Because before then, it really feels like I was just going to church because everybody at home was going to church or I was going to church because it's just like, ah, you know, at the end of the day, God exists. Because uh, it's not like I doubted the existence of God, yeah. but I just lost my relationship with him. That's the honest truth. Yeah. So after that, now remember, I must go back to Varsity. My friends know me as the party girl. When Noxie is the monatic alone, now I come back. I'm just like, uh, I do not do certain things anymore. They're like, what? Like, yeah, um, I don't I don't do certain things anymore. And uh, so one night I said, no, let, let us go and, and party. You won't drink, it's fine, friend, just not drink. 
I went there, trust me, I knew that I don't belong there. Wow. I just knew that I don't belong there. And I'm not going to judge any person. That's why I usually say, if you need to stop, you know, doing something, God needs to tell you. Because if somebody tells you, you're going to do it when they're not looking. So for me, I literally sat down and everybody was having the time of their lives. And I'm just like, I want to go home. Yeah. I I don't want to be here (laughs) anymore. So that's my God story. Church girl, Mm -hmm. just her life was transformed by God. For me, it was not a sermon that was preached on the pulpit to say, oh, if you want Jesus, come. But it was just a matter of God just saying, you can do it again. I still love you. Um, You stopped, but you can still come back. So um if anybody doesn't need grace i need grace i need grace so yeah yeah (laughs) it's so amazing that um your story is you know just surrounding how we grow up and we are into certain things and then at some point Mm -hmm. in our lives it just feels you know foreign and we know that we need Mm -hmm. to stop and it's not mm-hmm. your mother or your grandfather or your sister or whoever's telling you that in Tokazi you need to stop living this kind of life, you know? Because most times you find that our elders actually very much so they're always reprimanding us. You can't do that. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. You know, we hear all of that. But if you're not ready, <laughs> if you're not ready to, you know, jump over, then you'll just continue yeah. living that life. And yeah, I think that is so relatable, very relatable. So how's the journey been for you? And I think yeah. um the journey has not been perfect. I don't want to lie. Because I think after two years or a year of accepting but rededicating my life, okay, mm-hmm. I lost my mother. Oh. And it was just like, what? I thought we were yeah because for me it was a matter of my mother is fine like she's okay and then she just calls me like I think um I just need to detox for us we usually say like your digestive system is dirty and I'm just like yeah she's just clean it, Mugel. And she's like, no, I have headache. I'm like, yeah, no, really need to detox because your digestive system is there to usually have headache and stuff like that. And then she has it. And then she's like, oh, Nana, I feel better. I'm like, obviously. Hey. And then she's like, I'm sick again. I'm like, you started to be dramatic right now. I know it is not as bad. And then, okay, my mom is in hospital. I'm like, and then the, I think the worst thing, which is good to which is bad is they say to me, no, they're just going to check why she constantly have headache, you know? Mm. And then I remember on the 19th of June, my cousin calls me. She says, cause I'm going to tell you the truth because nobody's telling you the truth. Um, my, your mother can't speak anymore. I'm just like, oh. what? <laughs> what are you saying? I'm like, no, I've been trying to call her and they've been saying the phone is at home. She's like, no, um, your mother can't speak anymore she they say she has meningitis or something like that so she's gonna be fine though but to be honest with you oh they say she's gonna be fine but according to me i don't think that she will wake up tomorrow 
and let us wait. I'm writing eight times. So what she's saying right now is really messing up my world. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, let me give her the phone. And then when I, they give her the phone, she just says, Nana, Nana on the phone. Mm. I'm like, you can't do this to me. <laughs> I literally said, because, okay, she's my mom, but I'll call her my, by her name once in a while. I'm like, Timby, you can't do this to me. You know very well. Like me and you, we have plans and stuff like that. Yeah. So she, she just said, Nana, Nana. And then she cried. And then the nurse took the phone because my aunt, uh, my cousin was with the nurse. And then the next day, my dad calls me. She's like, um, hello, Nana. Um, so uh, you know that mama is sick. Ne? I'm like to him, yeah, my cousin told me. I don't know why you guys didn't mm -hmm. tell me that things like, were as bad. But I'm going to come back because I think it was a Tuesday when he called. Yeah. I'm going to come back on Friday because I'm writing on Monday. So I need to study so that when I come home, I don't focus on my books. Yeah. My dad is like, uh, you, need to come, you need to come back home today because she's gone. I was just like, God, no. <laughs> and I like, God, no, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. So for me, it was just like, she's here. She's not talking. She's gone. What are you saying? And mind you, the man who's calling me is my stepdad. Um, so he, he broke the news while he was already he was breaking as well because their life, their mm -hmm. love story is so beautiful. They met and then broke up and stuff like that. But I had to pack my bags, go back home. Oh. We did the whole thing. And, and then when I came back, cause I was working at church and then for me, I was going to church because honestly it was work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was just like, mm -hmm. I'm going there cause I worked there, but I lost my touch with, um, with God. And it was so bad. And I remember one time, you know, I was like, God, I am not happy with you. And you've hurt me in a way that no other person has ever done it. While you say that you love me more than any other person. And I think the worst thing is that I will, when you pray, you're like, God, you said you're a healer. You can heal and stuff. And then when you see it not manifesting in a person's, uh, on your mother's life you're just yeah. like can god really heal can yeah. can he really heal like let's let's talk about it so for me at that time i really lost my relationship with god because it became a thing of i'm going to church because i work at church mm -hmm. and then i think again i went back to god and like i don't know i don't know anything yeah. i don't know anyone that i can go to except you so let us do this again. And for me, it came back. Uh, yeah, for me, it came back to the sense that my cousin on the 19th, when she called me, she actually told my mother that um, we're going to do the sinner's prayer. If you agree with me, you're going to press my hand because you can't speak. So mm -hmm. when they did the sinner's prayer, she literally, my cousin says she held the hand so tight. Wow. And I'm like, God, it's fine. Mm -hmm. He is with you. It hurts but she's with you and that is okay, you know? Um, so yeah, the journey has not been easy. I think that's one highlight. If I think of my relationship with God, I'm like, that was the most painful thing ever. But also it was something that has taught me to trust God, to say, I don't understand. I Even till today, I'm still trying to find all the answers, but I'm just like, God loves me. God mm -hmm. has pure motives for me. Mm -hmm. And um 
at the end of the day, I'm not saying it. I know there's a verse that said it all works together for the good, but I don't know the good of this one. You know, yeah. I, I don't know the good of this one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the journey has not been easy, but it has been, there are good sides because I really met people that I'm, I'm not related to by blood or biologically who have become family for me in the Christian uh, community. I'm just like, yes, I've, it's been hard, but also thank you for these people. Thank you for my friends. Thank you for the people who've been holding my hand. So the journey, it has its ups and downs. So I don't agree with people who say, when you are born again, you have a perfect life. It gets a little bit tough. <laughs> I don't think, I don't, I think those people are misinformed. I think those people are misinformed, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> because um, even when you look at the, all the stories in the Bible, of everyone that needed to follow what they were told to do. It was hard. It was never yeah. easy. I don't, yeah. I don't remember a story in the Bible where anybody's life was so easy that they had, you know, everything to start on a silver platter for them. It, it wasn't. And it, yeah. it, it won't be for us as well, because if then it's easy, then we might as well be self-reliant and not reliant on God, you know. If things are just like yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, then it's just like ah, we don't we don't need <laughs> to say. <laughs> but now, um, because things <laughs> tend to get really, really hectic, we know that we need to be reliant on him with everything, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry about the loss of your mom. Um, that's something we share. Um, I also lost my mom in 2015. And I must say, it hasn't been a, a mm. easy journey. Um, but yeah, mm. we are together, man. We are together. <laughs> Lots of something else that I don't even think. <laughs> even when you read the Bible, like there's a, some days you understand and you're okay. And some days it's just like, ah, God, Mara, really? Can we not just rewind? Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, I think God doesn't require us to heal perfectly. I, I don't believe God wants me to be, to say, oh God, I've healed perfectly. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, at the end of the day, I need to heal in his presence as long as I'm in his presence. And I say that uh, today it hurts a little bit more. And tomorrow, oh God, I, I understand. No, she's with you. That's what matters. Um, but grief for me is just a, it's just a journey, man. You are in a journey that you also do not understand. And I think for me, that's when also on the story is that after that, I realized I, I had anxiety and I had depression. And yeah, life became tough because I'll literally see and hear things, you know, how you'll have hallucination and delusions for real. <laughs> Where you're just like, I think I heard, I think I heard something. And I think I heard a voice. I think I saw her passing. And yeah, it's, it, it, became, it became a huge um, challenge for me and I couldn't talk to anyone about it. So sometimes I'll just, I'll just cook with wine. Like I'll literally cook my beef with a lot of wine oh. because I'm just like, I want to sleep. And yeah. just, just like, cause I don't understand. And nobody knew that, you know, this girl, she either cooks with the wine or drinks it because yeah. she, she's going through it. But God has been faithful. And also I attend therapy. So for me, that is a huge thing. Yeah. yeah. 
No, that is so great. I like also that you you mentioned the fact that you you are getting support um, through like a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading this book by Lisa. I don't know how to say her surname. Lisa Techhurst. Yes, the surname started with a P. Started with a P. Yeah, Lisa Techhurst. Yes, her book um, on forgiving what you can't forgive. I think mm-hmm. she says. Um, so her. Her husband um, cheated on her and she was, you know, like there were staunch Christians going to church and praying and together and she thought they were actually fine. And then she yeah. found out that the hubby was doing the things on the side. So she says as part of her healing, she, she learned that as Christians, we hyper-spiritualize a lot. And that is not helpful at all. So yeah. when you're going through the emotions and going through whatever mm. you're going through, we tend to, you know, just focus on what the mm. teacher is saying and just saying, yeah, you know, um, God mm. will me through it, this and this and that. But in actual fact, you are dying inside. And it's just the lips doing the talking. It's not, mm. you know, coming from the heart. So she says that is also very um, detrimental to 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 us you know and it's a big determining effect on how you will recover after that so it's just good to know that um you know it's okay for christians guys let's go for counseling let's get additional support it doesn't mean that we're saying the bible isn't enough or god is not enough yes he is enough and this is why he also gave us these people who are trained in these kinds of things you know, so I'm glad. That is you know. true. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just blown away when I read it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> we do have a spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> we have a spiritualize a we lot, would, and sometimes it's not helpful." I would try, yeah. and we we get to not connect with people as well. And mm. I always say, if you have a headache, don't you take a Panadol? And everyone's like, I do. I'm like, so what's wrong with going to a therapist? Exactly. What makes it wrong? Because you're actually talking. There's nothing more there. You just, mm. you're just talking and crying yeah. and yeah. and healing. Yeah. Mm. So let us not be extra. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it needs to change. The thing therapists are only meant for certain people it needs to change Mm. we need to know that when it's time to ask for help it's okay to go and ask for help it's okay to go for therapy Mm. I mean if it's what you need then it's what you need if you need to go to a mental institution for a while to recover and just recoup even if it's just for seven days you know if it's what you need for that mindset then do it Mm. Because honestly, yeah, that's mental, true. I just mm, no, absolutely. Our mental mm. health and wellness is as important to God as it is to us. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, great. So how do you keep the faith up? I mean, you've been through the most. Um, losing, I always say losing a parent is one of the biggest things that will shake one's world and I never wish it on anybody I don't wish it on anyone and yeah um so how do you keep the faith up um just some practical things that you do on the daily (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I know sometimes it's hard. I fast every day. I fast every day. I fast every day. I seek the Lord's face every day. I fast every day. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know what? I must learn to be a little bit more serious. <laughs> what are you kidding about? So, the fasting or the seeking? <laughs> no, okay. On a serious note, um, I think... I don't have like a set plan as in uh, since I was, uh, since I rededicated my life to Christ, mm -hmm. this is what I do every day. I would not, I would not like to. So, but some of the things that I do, I mean, I can sing, but I'm a huge fan of music. Like I love music. So I find myself listening to Christian music and I, I love her song I love Maverick because uh, those groups for me their music is it's it's based on the on scripture you know it goes back to the word of the Lord yeah. so I have I listen to gospel music that's one of the practical ways so my playlist Miguel is just the you know your Maverick and then um the Assemblies of God, Church in Me, listen to the old tender style songs. So those ones, they also keep me, you know, at Miguel, you know, at God can still do it and stuff like that. And another thing is my devotion, my time with God. It's one of the most important thing. And um, uh, I, I want to tell you the truth. There are some point, like there's some stages in my life where I was really slacking when it came to reading the word. And it doesn't mean that I didn't believe in God, but I was just slacking in my relationship with God. But I'm really, um, yeah, now I read the word. Now I have a plan that I do so that I, I know what I'm doing. You know, I read a certain book uh, in maybe the book of Romans, and then I know what I'm learning. And then obviously listening to preachers. Um, I have people that I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the ones that I don't listen to, Pazalwani. Please don't take it personally. I just have people. <laughs> I have my favorite. Uh, in this season, I know that I I love Stephanie. Um, Stephanie from uh, uh, Potter's House, uh, One LA. And I love her. Yes. Girl, love that, that. That is my girl. <laughs> and then I also love your Priscilla Shire. Yes. Priscilla Shire for me is one of the women that you know when she preaches, she doesn't just quote a verse in the Bible, she reads the word. So for me, it's always it always goes back to what is God saying. Like mm -hmm. I know I understand you wise, you understand the Bible, but what is God saying about it? Because I believe that. Sometimes some preachers for me, it's just, you're talking about your experience. Thank you. But please teach me what God is saying so that I can stay rooted in it. I don't want to stay rooted only on your revelation about God, but I want the Bible. I want to stay rooted in God's word. And also I, I have a favorite Nigerian pastor. Um, he is... <laughs> He is Apostle uh, uh, Joshua Selman. So mm -hmm. that is a man of God that I think one time, the first time I listened to him, he was talking about prayer and he was opening the Bible that I'm reading. But I was just like, why didn't I see these verses? This man <laughs> understands and mm. he quotes, like he quotes scripture after scripture on, on prayer. Just like, that scripture, I thought it was about this, but the way he explained, then you just realize that, you know what, this is another man of God that I can listen to. And I believe in prayer. That's 
And that's one thing that I learned after losing my mother, that actually prayer is not a matter of, oh, God, I love you. Or oh, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, prayer, it has become literally a conversation with God. Um, I might close my eyes and stuff, but it's just a conversation with God. This is how I'm feeling. And mm. this is what has been hap- uh, happening in my life. This is what I'm struggling with. Because I'm one person that if I'm struggling with something, for it to be resolved, I really need to be honest with myself. I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with my thoughts at this stage. Oh, God, please help me. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, and also I'm part of a church. I believe that if you're a Christian, you need to belong to a, a certain church, to a local church, so that you can go, man, and have a family, a Christian family, where you can you know, see people. Mm-hmm. and also go to your connect groups or your cell groups if your church has them and because people they see my blog sometimes they're like can you can you share and that's one thing that I, I wanted to add that you know sometimes they will ask you to share you know people's that you're growing hey for me I'm just like God can I because I know that I'm still healing from certain things and I think I'm not ready to talk about certain things mm. as well. So I do preach as my everyday thing, but I also try not to all the time because I understand the sensitivity of certain things mm. and just having good friends, man. I, I have one again friends. And obviously we're talking about the Bible all the time but I know that if it all breaks down my friends will pray for me um okay. prayer is not something that is, is is something that we don't talk about you know so you you the people that you surround yourself as well are with they're very important, very important. Um, so I think I've said a lot so yeah, that's it <laughs> Very mm. but I like I like the the vulnerability you mentioned that prayer is a conversation with God and you the way that you do it is that you're just honest and you're like God I'm struggling with this and this and that I'm struggling with the thoughts that I'm having and I think that's actually what God Mm. desires of us and unfortunately Mm. many people understand that is actually what God is looking for you know in us yeah we come to him we mustn't come as you know prim and proper using the right words and you know for me and that he says just come as you are and that requires vulnerability Mm -hmm. coming as you are and showing up as your true self requires vulnerability and we are only Mm -hmm. vulnerable with certain people in our lives but actually we also need to be very much so vulnerable with god and that is where the great Yeah, the, the the greatest impact will also come from when you're praying. That is yeah, yeah, I'll, that is true. And mm-hmm. no, I wanted to say that even if you look at scripture, the great men or women women of God that were used, they were very vulnerable with yeah. God. When you look at David, like for me, David is just like this man, <laughs> he was like God. Why are you forsaking me? Why are you letting my enemies conquer me? That that is so personal. And even yes, holding God accountable promises. I could really (laughs) say that I will do this, I will do that. So when you see him, you don't understand what's going on. Yeah, ask him, hold him accountable. God, 
why are you letting this and that happen? Mm. Make me understand. You know, make me understand. Yeah, yeah, Give yeah. me peace. Right now, I'm not at peace. Give me peace. You promised me. Yes. Yes. Give me peace, you know. And I think that's the, <laughs> that's the relationship that God wants us to have with him. And not this, yo, and, you know, we are all scared and we are, you know, we don't even know which words yeah, to use. Yeah. Uh-uh, no. Anywho. Yeah, and it takes away the relationship. It takes away the relationship at the end of the day uh, that Christ uh, actually died for. He wanted us to reconcile with the Father. So if you have reconciled with the Father, you will be vulnerable. And yes. I think Apostle Paul says it nicely when he says, I've asked God to remove the stone from me three times, but he didn't. And I know that he didn't remove it because he didn't want me to take pride in yes. anything. He wanted me to know that I still need him. So you realize, Uguti, you know what? certain things god will give you the reason why they're happening but as long as you talk to him you yeah. know as long as you vulnerable like, what i have a thorn you know i'm praying please take it yeah. away but it's like i'm not gonna i want to show you that my grace is sufficient even if you are imperfect so yeah, yeah we need to be vulnerable with god mm-hmm. at all times as at all, all times. times at all times yeah and in any case it's not like he he doesn't know what we're going through anyway so <laughs> Well, let's just own up to our truth. <laughs> let's just own up to it. <laughs> and stop pulling yeah, ourselves. Like, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what would your final message um be for people who are watching? Just anything for encouragement or inspiration? Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's what we're talking about now is the thing of a relationship with God, because um, personally, number of times for me, I found myself to be in a relationship with the church, not once, not twice, but number of times in my life, I found myself to be in a relationship with the church where I know the culture of my church. I know what is expected from my church. And it's not like it's sin, but I lost my touch with my relationship with God. So mm-hmm. I think my last word literally will be like, go back to God and build your relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, be intentional with the relationship with God. And uh, being intentional doesn't mean that, you know, at 24 hours a day, you're reading the word, but mm-hmm. you set up time to say, okay, from this time until this time, I am reading the word word and sometimes to be honest with you I read I'm like I do not understand what God is saying and then that's how you get to listen to sermons but just have time where you're like um, I want to be with God and in that way the enemy won't be able to lie to you because we sometimes forget you know what we're in a we're in a warfare here there yeah. is an enemy that is just walking around who wants to kill steal and destroy and then we think I'm just gonna be cute you know God knows that I love him but this, 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 this enemy is here and he's not playing because he knows that his time is limited, you know. So if when you don't really become intentional with growing your relationship with God, he's going to win you over. And um, you're going to fall into things like your new age religion where you want to 
hey, I don't know where you want the, the universe to bless you and stuff like that. And the universe is like, I was created by God. So I cannot bless you. Let the one who created me to bless, uh, to bless you too. So um, for me, it's just the importance of a relationship with God. That could be my last message, um, Fifi, because I... I see, I see young people being in relationship with the church or with the pastor. You'll talk to a person and they will continually say, my pastor says, my pastor says. And in my heart, I'm like, what is God saying? You know, <laughs> like a person knows every single word that their pastor said. But what about scripture in reference to the word of God? And yeah, and you, at the end of the day, when we go to God in heaven won't be asked about the number of sermons that we have listened to, but we're going to be asked about our relationship with God, the time he has given us and, and stuff like that. So I'll just say every person young and old, please pursue God for who he is. And just remember that if maybe you have fallen on the way, he still loves you. His grace is sufficient. His mercy is renewed each and every single day. And he doesn't just love you, but he is love. I think that is something that I always remind myself of. The standard of love is God because he is love. So I cannot be loved anymore or any less uh, compared to God will forever love me. And um, as much as he loves me, he loves the next person. If I fall along the way, get up and move on because the enemy is there. He's there to kill you, oh, to destroy you, to steal from you. Oh, He's there. Like, mm. yo, yeah. I, I, I'm reading a book by uh, Craig Groeschel that says, you need to remember something. The enemy hates you. Like the, the, the devil doesn't like an inch of you. <laughs> he hates you so much. So he will do anything, anything to stop you from living the purpose or living for God, for worshiping God. And yeah, I think last week I actually posted a status where I said, um, the fact that when you want to read the Bible, you become a little bit sleepy. Hey, faith, hey. that is suspicious. Hey, the enemy is just like you can sleep, but when you have to watch TikTok, um, faith, well, you're I sleepy. Feel wide open. <laughs> you check the time; it's two a.m. You still there, but with the Bible, ah, fifteen minutes, you're just sleepy. Yeah. You know what? You are in a warfare. Mm-hmm. The flesh wants what it wants, and the spirit wants what it wants. So yeah. That is so beautiful. That's a beautiful way of in this conversation. I think it's very important for us yeah. to be mindful, you know, of the things that are around us. Because if we are not, like you're mentioning now, the thing of social media, if we are not mindful mm. of what is actually happening around us, then we are as good as mm. lost. You know, we are as good as lost. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for sharing. Yeah. Um, I hope the peeps are listening. I'm sure they are. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Ntokazi. How can people get in touch with you? Um, I know you have a blog and like your Insta page. How do people get in touch with you? I think, yes, my Insta page, my Facebook page, and my 
my YouTube channel, even though I haven't posted anything yeah, this year. But yeah, Mugel mm -hmm. is in the journey. So it's I am in Togazi, I space AM as in AM. In Togazi is I-N-T-O-K-A-Z-I-E. Because usually people, they put a Y and they're like, we can't find you. I'm like, no, it's an I-E. It's spelling <laughs> so yes it's, i am in Togazi with an ie and yeah that is just me and thank you so much for the opportunity thank you thank you thank you and thank i always you thought you had a serious lady and now i'm just like yes. cool. no, i'm so serious and i'm just like yeah Bella, i'm serious leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you're not as serious. Um, maybe a little bit serious than your sisters, but she's still cool. You're still, you're still cool. <laughs> I think, I think I'm focused. I prefer the word focused. Focus. 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 I'm focused. Yeah, but thank you so much for for joining me on this conversation. It was great learning mm -hmm. about you and from you. Um, I got some nuggets too. So I always take notes with the conversations I have and I watch the videos again and listen to the podcast just also so I can reflect. So thank you very much for this. Um, yeah, we are done now. We've come to the end of a beautiful conversation with Intokazi. And I think from her story, you will realize that when the Spirit of the Lord takes the lead and a hold on your life, decision-making becomes resolve. But as you heard from her story, that doesn't mean that the road will be easy at all. But we have to remain steadfast in our faith. I hope that Intokazi's journey and story has inspired and encouraged you. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to leave a review, subscribe and share this podcast with your network. We all need a foothold of inspiration every now and again. Until next time, have a good week and stay blessed.